0: Alright, look, I took two days off for some cyclone prep up in North Queensland and the NBA went insane. It's maybe our biggest ever double episode of Daily NBA. On today's show, all the details about coach Adrian Griffin and the Bucks parting ways and who might replace him. All the incredible stats from Joel Embiid's historic 70-point game against the Spurs. Everything, including the benching at the end of the fourth from Karl-Anthony Towns' 60-point game in a loss to Charlotte. Kevin Durant scored 40 and had a game winner. Charlotte traded Scary Terry to Miami. A Cavalier player got suspended for 25 games for steroid use. And there was 13 games of NBA action across two days in the league. I'm your host, Alexander Jay. This is everything across the NBA on January 22nd and 23rd. Okay, I have to start with Embiid's 70-point game at home against the Spurs. And I apologize in advance for leaving out some crazy stats because there is just too many to mention. Philly beat San Antonio 133-123, and just briefly, we'll shout out the Spurs for keeping it competitive in the fourth. Joel, Hans, Embiid's total stat line reads as follows. 36 minutes, 24 of 41 from the floor, that's 58.5%, 1 of 2 from 3, 21 of 23 from the line, 18 rebounds, including 9 offensive boards, most of them were his own misses. Five assists, including some absolute dimes when he was being doubled. One steal late to bring up his 70 points. One block, and all of that with only one turnover for 70 points on the 18th anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81. Indeed, you knew it was going to be a special night when he opened the game shooting 8 of 12 in the first quarter. 24 points at the end of that one but the Sixers particularly started to pull away late in the third, the reigning MVP exiting 59 points through three quarters as the Sixers led by 15. But a persistent Spurs attack whittled it back down to single digits in the fourth, causing the big man to come back in and take the game away. If you haven't watched many Sixers games this year, Embiid's dominance around the hoop can't be understated. And at times, opposing centers like Victor Wembanyama, who defended him fairly well, and Zach Collins just got demolished. But his mid-range touch has become unreal and makes him utterly unguardable when he's on. He shot 12 of 22 from outside the restricted area, most focused on the left elbow or the left side of the floor. He went 7 of 9 from the left side. Worth giving just a little bit of sunshine from this game too to rookie Victor Wembanyama. He had a nice night. 10 of 19 from the floor against Embiid for 33 points. Devin Vassell, also an efficient 22 points, nine assist game driving the opposition. Here is some of the insane stats and records Embiid set. Uh, I'm, I realise realize I'm three minutes into the show already and we're still in the first game, but if, bear with me. Uh, the 70 points is a franchise record for the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, Wilt's 100-point game was for the Philadelphia Warriors that later became Golden State. Wilt actually did come back and play for the Sixers franchise a couple years later, but we're not going to talk about that. It's his career high in rebounds at 18. It's the 21st consecutive game with 30 points or more. It's a season high for points across the NBA, beating Giannis Antetokounmpo's 64 at the end of last year. He is just the ninth player in history to score 70. The third man seven foot or taller to join the 70-point club, joining Will Chamberlain and David Robinson, who scored 70-plus points on the last day of the 1994 season to win the scoring title. It's the fewest minutes played by anyone to score over 70 points. And Joel Embiid now averages 38 points per 36 minutes. Only one man in history has averaged more points than minutes in a single season. Wilt Chamberlain, the season he averaged 50 back in 1961-62. At halftime of the Minnesota and Charlotte matchup, the players were told of Embiid's 59 points through three quarters while Karl-Anthony Towns entered the major break in that game on 44 points. That might have been a mistake. The Charlotte Hornets fighting back and securing a comeback win. 128-125 after being down 18 points in the last minute of the third quarter, despite 60 from Cat. Charlotte showed remarkable levels of maturity down the stretch behind Miles Bridges. 28 points. Uh, Second pick in the draft, Brandon Miller, had 27 on 11-of-13 shooting and 18 points, 13 assists, and three steals from Lamella Ball as the Hornets outscored the Wolves in the final period, 36-18. The Wolves definitely forced the issue through Cat. He entered the final period super gassed. Uh, he was on 56 points, but he shot just two of 10 and took lazy shots in the final period to the point where head coach Chris Finch yanked him to the bench, absolutely unheard of by a 60-point performance late in a game. Although Coach Finch did ridicule the team in the post-game press for how they played, I do want to acknowledge Cat's first-half stats were unreal. 44 points on 14 of 17 shooting, including an absolutely incredible 8 of 9 from 3-point land. This happened to be the last game Terry Rozier played for the Hornets. He was traded overnight to Miami for Kyle Lowry and a future first pick. Scary Terry's actually averaging nearly 23 points a game this year in Charlotte and will give Miami an energetic ball handler. Uh, in exchange for Kyle Lowry. He averaged 28 minutes a game so far this year for Miami. He was great early in the season, but he's 37 years old now, and that efficiency has started to slip. Okay, in the other six games from that night, Donovan Mitchell finished with 25 and 13 assists. Sharp shooter Sam Merrill, 26, as the Cavs won their eighth straight game, 126 99 over Orlando. Uh, the Magic welcomed back Franz Wagner to the lineup for that game. He missed eight or so with an ankle sprain, 17 points in 24 minutes for him. Uh, just briefly speaking of the Cavs, they're going to miss 32 year old veteran big man Tristan Thompson after he was suspended 25 games due to an anti doping policy violation. Also, why the hell is Tristan Thompson 32? I thought he was 40. The Serial Cheetah has been popped taking Ligandrol, a psalm which helps with endurance and muscle growth, and Ibutamoron, which you gotta be a moron to get caught with. I don't know what goes on with that drug. Sorry for that. That was a terrible joke. Another Giannis Attentacupo triple-double saved the Bucks from embarrassment. Final score, 122-113 over Detroit. Giannis finished 31-17-10. Chris Middleton's 26 past Glenn Robinson Sr. for the Bucks' third in all-time scoring, while Marcus Sasser's 23 off the bench gave Detroit a very brief lead late in the fourth. Next game, a worthy Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic duel was overshadowed by the other events of the evening. Boston winning 110-119 over the Mavs in Texas. Tatum had 38, Jalen Brown and 35 for the Seas. Luka Doncic shot 12 of 30, He finished 33 points, 18 rebounds, 13 assists for a triple-double. Tim Hardaway Jr. and Kyrie Irving both had 20-something. The Kings beat the Hawks 107-122. This is either of these teams I've got absolutely no read on at the moment. Harrison Barnes top scored for the Kings with 32. That's how you know things are out of whack. DeMantis Sabonis had his 25th consecutive double-double, 14 points, 21 rebounds. He's chasing Oscar Robertson's franchise record double-double streak, which is 29 in a row, set way back when the Kings were the Cincinnati Royals in the 1960s. Just a quick side note, the Kings franchise record is 29 in a row. The NBA record is 227, set by Wilt Chamberlain over four years. The longest double-double streak in the modern age. Kevin Love back with Minnesota at 53 Atlanta have been without Trey Young. He's in the concussion protocol. DeJounte Murray continued a really good stretch of play. 35 points, 10 rebounds in the defeat. My Raptors fell against a very undermanned Memphis Grizzlies team. 108-100 up in Toronto. Jaron Jackson Jr., 27 and 6 steals. Luke Kennard, a season-high 19 points for him. It was Toronto's third straight loss. RJ Barrett had 29 And finally, Kevin Durant hit a game-winner for Phoenix as they outlasted the Bulls at home. 115-113, a two-point win to the Suns. KD finished with 43, including a really tough 17-foot shot with 1.6 seconds left as the Suns completed another 23-point comeback. What's going on? Some big shots in this one. KD hit a huge three to pop the Suns in the lead in the final minute before 34-year-old DeMar DeRozan made his own jumper to tie it. DeRozan finished with 21. Kobe White again led the Bulls, who are still without Zach Levine, with 26. Next day after the break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, like most of you, I woke up to the shocking news that Milwaukee Bucks head coach Adrian Griffin has been fired from the Bucks organization Subsequent reporting has identified uh, that the Bucks had a worrying feeling over the last month or so. They've reportedly engaged Doc Rivers to be a direct consultant to Coach Griffin over the last month, with reporting now from The Athletic and ESPN's Chris Haynes that the Bucks are now strongly considering Doc for the head coaching position, Those of you who were with the show in the offseason remember the Bucks having the opportunity at either Coach Griffin or Nick Nurse. Uh, Those two worked together in Toronto. Further reporting coming out today by various outlets paints a story of star player Giannis Atentakupo allegedly forming the opinion that Nurse was not the right head coach for the team and opting to go with the rookie coach in Griffin. Nurse uh, subsequently took the head coach position with the Sixers and is doing really well. See Joel Embiid's 70-point game last night. Coach Griffin's tenure has been such a weird one right from the start. On the eve of the NBA season, he lost his most senior assistant coach former Portland head coach Terry Stotts in a bizarre incident that's not really ever been fully elaborated on in media. Coach Griffin installed a new defensive scheme that saw the Bucs open the season 2-2 two two with players openly discussing their concerns with the scheme after the loss in Game 4 against Toronto. In recent weeks, the Bucs have gone 5-6 and six and have really struggled to put poorer teams away. They had two losses to Indiana, Houston, Utah and Cleveland with slim victories by less than six points over Detroit, Sacramento, and San Antonio. Coach finishes with a 30-13 record across 43 games. Uh, shout out to Howard Beck on Twitter for drawing parallels with his firing mid-season Two Mo Cheeks getting fired 50 games in the 2014 season with Detroit, although Detroit were 21 and 29 at the time. Uh, at this point in time, no head coach has been announced. Uh, they'll have an interim. It looks like coach at Doc Rivers is the favorite. Yikes. All right, just quickly to the last five games from today. All five were fairly fun from what i seen when I bounced around the channels. Another Nikola Jokic appearance, another triple-double, 31-13-10 and as the Denver Nuggets beat Indiana by five. 109-114, the final score there. Jamal Murray also had 31 for the champs. By miles Turner led the Pacers with 22. They're still missing Tyrese Halliburton. Pascal Siakam, 16, 10, and 4, finished there. The Pelicans dropped 153 points on the Utah Jazz to win by a lot. It was 153, I'll say it again, to 124. The end score at New Orleans. CJ McCollum shot 9 of 13 from deep for 33 points. Zion Williamson, 17 points. That was next to a career high in 11 assists as he helped set a new franchise record for points in a game. Utah's Colin Sexton was good in limited minutes, 22 points in 23 minutes. In the Battle of LA, Kawhi Leonard scored his second career triple-double and beat the LA Lakers 127-116 to improve to a 31-8 record over their big brother in the last decade, Quias 25, 11, and 10 was accompanied by 23 points, 10 assists from James Harden, and at least 16 points from each of Norm Power, Russell Westbrook, Terrence Mann, and Paul George. Westbrook even hit a three while missing a shoe early in the game. Lakers—they were without LeBron James due to injury, but Anthony Davis's 26 and 12, and D'Angelo Russell's 27 points, 10 assists had a couple of bright spots for the purple and gold. There was some bullshit to end the game between the Thunder and the Portland. I'll just tell you that now. Portland were up by one with 15 seconds left. Malcolm Brogdon gets caught on a double team with a ball. Coach Chauncey Billups calls timeout, except the refs missed it. They proceed to call a double dribble, give OKC the ball, then give two techs to coach's way in a one-point game and eject him. Jalen Williams hits a pull-up on the next possession for OKC to end at 111 to 109 in OKC. Shea Gildas Alexander did it on all ends, 33.6 rebounds, ten assists, five steals for the Thunder. Jalen Williams had 19. Chet Holmgren eight points, ten rebounds, six blocks. Rookie Scoot Henderson top scored for Portland, 19 and seven assists. The Blazers forward Jabari Walker he had 14 points, 13 rebounds, according to my notes. And Aussie Duop Reef, 10 points, hitting two threes. And the final game of today's recap, the battle for New York. The Nets got booed on their own home court. A Knicks win by five, 103 to 103-108 the final score. Mikhail Bridges, 36 points for the Nets, while Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson had 30 each for New York. Just quickly, a note to end today's show. It might be a couple days without the daily recaps as tropical cyclone Kiralee hovers over the coast of North Queensland. Fingers crossed for your boy... It's not too serious, but forecasts have it coming right over my place. The house has been around 102 years so far, so i am got a bit of faith in the old girl. Basketball never stops, so rest assured, as soon as I've either got power or data back on, I'll be watching basketball, including hopefully a very entertaining Pacers and Sixers matchup on Friday Pacific Time. There's a Bucks-Cavs game on Saturday I want to see, but I'm unsure when you'll hear from me again If you've enjoyed today's info dump, please navigate over to Daily MBA with Alexander J on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to leave a five-star review. We're in close to 15 minutes. This has 100% been one of the longest episodes I've ever done in 200 episodes. Stay safe, follow your passion, and I'll see you on the other side. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?